Hello, and welcome to the first Cities in History podcast. I'm Katrina Gulliver. In this series, I'm going to be talking about urban history. Now, you may be wondering, what is urban history? It can be architecture, geography, demography, the history of political and cultural movements, economic development, of technology or public health. Essentially, urban historians can study any aspect of human experience in the city environment. I've lived in a number of cities, and I'm speaking to you from one now. I like it. I like the fact that in the small hours of night, I know that there are hundreds of other people nearby. To me, it's very comforting. But to others, the urban setting is oppressive. But today, more than half the world's population live in cities. So urban history is becoming the history of more and more people every day. In future episodes, I will address some of the key thinkers and ideas of history. But it seems appropriate to begin with the most basic question of all. What is a city? How many people does it take to make a city? 100,000? 1 million? And what sort of space? These kinds of population concentrations are very new in human history. In 1800, only one city had even over a million residents, and that was Beijing. Are there essential features that can make a place a city, rather than just a town? In Europe, it was deemed that a cathedral was required for a town to be considered a city. But some of the towns now with cathedrals are pretty small beer in the city stakes. Is a city necessarily a center of political administration? Again, plenty of big cities today are not capitals. Although, of course, administration does grow on towns like Moss, and I don't believe any group in history is capable of multiplying faster than the bureaucrat. How do we think about cities? Attitudes towards the growth and spread of them have been powerful social influences. Raymond Williams wrote that the common image of the country is now an image of the past, and the common image of the city an image of the future. And this reflects patterns of migration since the Industrial Revolution, where for most people the country was their past, or the past of their ancestors, that they had left in order to move to the city. So while we collectively imagine the city as the location for science fiction visions of the future, on a much more personal level, the city has tended to offer a future for individuals who have made that journey. And it is those stories that make up the fabric of urban history research. The fact that waves of newcomers have been drawn to cities and contributed in different ways is what makes cities such fascinating places. Thank you for joining me for this brief introduction, and I'll be back soon to discuss urban theory and the Chicago School. Please subscribe for future episodes of Cities in History, and you can follow on Twitter at Cities in History.